the question is, how do we maintain our mental, emotional sovereignty amongst all of the chaos and uncertainty in today's world? I'm Coach Terrence Thomas, and welcome to the Maximum Vitality Podcast. I think I just read a couple of hours ago that the ultimate accomplishment is mastery over one's self. That is, it was pertinent and I guess it was meant for me to read that because it's been something that I have been, it's been at the forefront of my mind over the last couple of days as we all try to make sense of this new world and new way of being that we're all experiencing now. So it all boils down to perspective and attitude and choices and awareness and consciousness. It is very easy to get anxious and to be filled with anxiety with so many unknown variables floating above our heads. And for me, one of the things that keeps me sane is asking the question. And anytime, anytime I get wound up about anything, I, I immediately, my default, just because I've put so much attention on it, my default is to, to try to find some absolute truth in the equation and anchor myself to that. And I think, I think... I think when people start to anchor themselves, anchor their thoughts, anchor their beliefs onto non-absolute truths is where a lot of the struggle and the anxiety and the unneeded suffering is, is coming from. A quote that a good friend of mine has on his voice message. I think he says, Pain is certain, but suffering is optional or something like that. And I guess that kind of sums it all up. I guess we can all experience pain, but the suffering is optional. I guess suffering is all relative to a lot of things. Your attitude on a particular event, circumstance, person or place. I think it also has to do with one's level of experience when it comes to navigating the uncertainty as well. But in any case, if we can anchor ourselves in whatever absolute truth that exists in that equation... It's one way that we can immediately and consistently and reliably unfuck ourselves, basically. What if I told you you're only a few steps away, a few skills away from getting in your best shape ever, taking charge of your health and dominating your life, loaded with energy and stamina, armed 
with bulletproof health and in a body that won't quit. But in order to do this, you must make the shift. Shift your mindset, shift your methods, and shift your metabolism out of disease mode and into the vitality and fat burning zone. Are you ready to activate? Go to www.activatewebinar.com forward slash workbook. And get off the anxiety, fear, and emotional crippling roller coaster. The work of Byron Katie does a lot to help people deal with these types of situation situations. I think she calls it conducting the inquiry in any situation and asking, okay, is this particular situation, circumstance, thing true? And then Byron suggests that you play an even play an even bigger game and then ask, is that event circumstance absolutely true? And just by conducting that level of inquiry can typically take the charge out of most of whatever is causing us anxiety or anything along those lines. So by being willing to conduct that inquiry is one of the tools that you could possibly use to keep you sane and not overwhelming your psyche with unnecessary bandwidth and clutter, to make a long story short. That struggle is real now, you know, especially in the when, we're, when you're quarantined, I mean, one of the things that I'm definitely struck, not struggling with, but it's it's at the forefront of my mind is, you know, the only thing, because since we're not going anywhere, it's it's all about how we choose to use our time in, in, in this quarantine situation. I, I personally been, I mean, I, I've, I've probably been self-quarantined two years before 2020 because I work predominantly from home, but definitely now I don't I haven't been going hardly anywhere for the past the whole year I think I may have I've traveled three times but other than that I've been home so even with me part of the the learning curve and in and and managing this quarantine is almost making a mental schedule as to what I do with my time and what I choose to focus on. So now most people are most people are used to having to go somewhere and having the change of location be the default manager of their time. But now we're having to as a as a as a collective learn a new skill which is real self-management and focusing like what you're choosing to focus on at any given time. As for me, it's it's forcing me to, one of the things that works for me is I end up timing, timing my activity. Like if I have my objectives that I've laid out for the day, I'll say, okay, I'm going to spend 
90 minutes on this particular task. I set my alarm clock and I and I focus on that. And then after that time goes up, I take a break, decompress, and then I go back to my next my next tip. So the next thing you could possibly do is to time your most important activities and, and literally like schedule it in your phone and put set an alarm and block out that amount of time and, and go from there. That's worked quite well for me. So conduct the inquiry, ask if it's true, then ask if it's absolutely true. And then root your root your reality in that. And then I guess the third thing that is has has helped me maintain my sanity is to really I've been I've become much more intentional with my words. Meaning it's almost like when you're doing carpentry that the, the rule is measure twice, cut once. Now with my words and I and I credit a good friend of mine for for helping me shine more attention in this area but now it's think twice and speak once look <laughs> with full disclosure you know I, I'm not saying I'm perfect with this myself um, I'm I'm definitely still a work in progress when it comes to this but I'm definitely putting more attention on it definitely so it, it's it's I mean at minimum it's helping me be more gentle with myself during the times that I don't get it right and it's definitely helping me cultivate more peaceful relationships and it's helping me navigate disagreements with more grace and doing this is helping me it's making it easier for me to create peace points in myself and also in the relationships with the people who I who are close to me like I'll give you an example I mean and this is uh, this is a common default that people do I think sometimes when we're when we're in a situation where we are in a disagreement with someone and we have a genuine need and desire to to not hurt or to be understood i think sometimes the natural reaction is to is to almost react defensively and almost become more aggressive in in seeking that understanding and uh so if we're not careful with our words, what can sometimes be a level two situation, it can quickly escalate into a DEFCON 5 level 20 situation just from not being more intentional with, with the words that we use. And another tool or resource that I that I've used and continue to rely on in these situations is the work of Marshall Rosenberg and his book Nonviolent Communication but the short of it is 
I try not to blame or shame or inject any particular demands in the in 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 an equation where there is an a, a disagreement or a misunderstanding or a or if there's space between me and someone having a mutual understanding of what we want and what we need and what has and what we are both striving for in any situation so i find i found that by by communicating in a way and expressing how i feel and then in turn asking the other person how they feel and also asking them how I can best support them and how they're feeling. I think those those three distinctions have been powerful. That I think those three distinctions can have the ability to heal the planet. Honestly, meaning shifting from shifting away from you are a name calling you know it doesn't and name calling doesn't necessarily mean you're insulting someone with you know derogatory labels it can be as simple as you are x y and z or just any type of name calling is immediate fighting words and those have no place in a dynamic where two people are trying to reach an agreement it's just it's just like vinegar and ammonia i mean ammonia and bleach you just don't put them together so when i immediately when i immediately went from express first of all expressing how i felt and then asking them how i could support them and how they're feeling that changes the whole dynamic because just from a just from a a human nature and human reaction standpoint if i'm asking you for help most of the times people are gonna it softens people up immediately and this is something i just i didn't read it anywhere it was just something that came to me intuitively when i was in the midst of a conversation with someone who was important to me instead of like my natural and i in, in my crawl in my in my primitive fear-based brain my initial reaction was to to almost harden harden my being and and just say what the f are you talking about but then i'm like no i i softened and this is something i've been doing my also just anytime i feel it in my body that i'm tightening up it's it's it typically is followed up with something that i'm probably going to end up creating a shit show behind so by first getting into my body softening up and by just softening up, the that approach came to me intuitively. So those are the things that's been helping me navigate important relationships and disagreements and agreements and allowing me to create peace points. I hope they can help you out in some way. So just to sum up what we went over, just to we call this the sanity, <laughs> how to maintain your sanity conduct the inquiry is it true is it absolutely true think twice speak once be intentional with your words 
you know, seek to find a peace point in any disagreement. Be aware of any tension in your body. Try to soften up when you when you feel that desperate need to be understood or you feel like your 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 inner fighter is is coming out. I mean, with that being said, if you feel like if you feel called upon to 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 harden up because you feel like you need to set a strong boundary then by all means but what i'm saying is if you feel like you're about to kill a a fly with a bazooka then (laughs) meaning overkill it may be best to soften up so good luck with that i hope those tools can aid you in navigating this new world that we're all living in And I wish you wisdom and I wish you peace and happiness. Be well.